this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Tuesday, June 20th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for a great Father's Day weekend. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful that we are now in a place where you can set up a studio in like under three minutes. What do you mean? Well, we are at our actual office today, not yeah. like the the studio. Um, I think we actually made that kind of confusing. So we're putting a studio that's open to the public in Pont City Market. Our office is in the perimeter of Atlanta. Right. So two different places. Um, but Jeff brought some microphones in here today so we wouldn't have to like cut our workday short to go home and record. Yeah, sorry, and you threw it, this thing up in like three minutes. Yeah, it's pretty easy. I know, it's just impressive. I, I'm actually most impressed that we have right now three studios in three different locations. I know. It's, we have Pond City Market, we have the one in our office, then we have the one in our house. Yeah, um, and update on the Pond City Market. One, it, there is no update yet. Um, someone asked me the other day, hey, when can we rent it? I don't know yet. Um, well, it, it, it's, it'll be next week because we had to order a bigger table. Yes, we the had to order that, a bigger table. We were optimistic that the table in there would seat four podcast hosts comfortably because we want it to be available for a show with up to four hosts. Uh, it was crowded at three. Mm-hmm. So new table is on the way and should arrive next week. Yeah. Right. Fingers, I, fingers crossed, knock on wood. Knock on wood. Uh, I was going to say what I'm grateful for, but we already said that. Yeah. How uh, was Father's Day? I, I don't think there's anything that I enjoy more than getting up in the morning and going for a purposeful walk. Not, I, I know I get up sometimes during the week and go for a walk, you know, before, before you and Ellie get up and... Yeah, and I like starting the day outside, especially if I'm out early enough to any, it's it's getting earlier and earlier, but early enough to see the sunrise. Mm-hmm. I love that. But on Saturday morning, we got up and walked to the farmer's market, which is always one of my favorite things to do. But we actually got breakfast while we were over there. There's all these- we did? Places that sell uh, empanadas and biscuits, a scone, and just you know, basic carry with you breakfast things. We've never gone over there for breakfast, so that was great. And then on Sunday morning, we got up and we walked to Waffle House for breakfast. Yeah, that was Jeff's choice. It was eat at home and order from like one of our favorite breakfast places, or go to Waffle House and walk. And so fast, you answered Waffle House. Which is also really fun with Ellie. And yeah. it was so it was so neat to walk there and it like it felt good, you know. Walk yeah. walk to your breakfast, walk home from your breakfast. I enjoy family walks so much and I just I don't think I partake enough. Yeah. In the in the family walk. And you walk every night. Would you be about how when you do your laps? Mm-hmm. Do you do your fitness laps? Do you, are you speed walking? Could Ellie and I do a lap with you without screwing you up or would that screw you up? Um, it's not that it would screw me up. To be totally honest, I think that the walks, like getting in those 11,000 steps and, and doing the walks is a really good alone time thing for me. Got it. You know what I mean? Just time I listen to podcasts then. Okay. I kind of clear my head a little bit. Like it's the time of day that I have to myself. So I kind of enjoy that. 
And no offense. Saying, no offense taken. I just read something about uh, one of the top five things that people who've been married a long time use to or uh, mention when they talk about what makes their marriage successful is alone time. Yeah. Whether it's on a daily basis, like an alone walk or a, a weekend away once a year type of thing, or I, I would assume it includes girls trips or guys trips. Yeah. And I think we have to be particularly mindful of that because we also work together. So that's like normal people that are married Yeah, that also don't spend eight hours working together. Yeah. So, you know, I would, I, I like the concept of doing an alone weekend or an alone day mm-hmm. thing, you know, going to, I mean, if I was a golfer, it would be going to a golf resort but or, or a spa or something for a night and being alone. I would just, I think if I did that, I just don't think I would leave the hotel room and it would feel like a waste. See, I don't feel like that's a waste. I feel like that's a, I was actually thinking while you were saying that, that you would probably, you would go to like Asheville for a night and maybe you yes. would go hiking and you would like eat some good food or whatever. I would go to Asheville for a night and literally not leave the hotel room and order room service. And that doesn't feel like a waste. It feels like a recharge. What if we went to Asheville and we took Ellie and we went for, for, for we went for four nights or three nights or whatever. Right. And day number one, we do family things. Day number two, you stay at a different hotel and you do 24 hours alone in Asheville. Ellie and I hang out. Then we swap. Mm-hmm. Then you and Ellie hang out where I'll go do all my hikes and all that stuff. Keep the same hotel. We, I don't just, feel like that would work though. Uh, Too close. You yeah. know, it's not like really getting away because I know you guys are there or, you know, you know what I mean? And if I'm around you, I'm just going to want to be with you. Right. I don't want to be in like the same city, but not near you. I saw a great, this will be, um, uh, uh, this is Father's Day connected. This, this will be a tough story to beat for dad of the year. Mm-hmm. This, this guy in North Carolina, he's ex-military. I think he was a Marine and he is uh, still a director or a manager or something on whatever the Marine, I don't know if it's called a, for Marines. I don't know if it's called a base or a station mm-hmm. or whatever, but wherever the Marines are in North Carolina. He works there and his daughter has a job at a grocery store and she was coming home from work stressed because coworker, the people just weren't showing up for their shifts and stuff. So she had to work longer and longer hours. She's stressed. She's anxious. She doesn't get to spend as much time with her dad because she's exhausted when she gets home. And so they're supposed to have dinner together and she goes to bed right after dinner because she has to get up early the next morning to go back to the bakery at the grocery store where she works. Mm -hmm. So what does dad do? Gets a part-time job with her. Love that. So he that works. so cute. He works in the bakery. He is requested to have the same hours as, as her. And she is technically his boss. That is so cute. So here's this retired Marine. He's, By the way, that's totally something you would do with Ellie. A hundred percent. You would love to work with Ellie. Yes. And he gets and he shows up for work and probably throws on an apron and then she tells him what to do and bosses him around. But he he says it serves two purposes. One, it's making her life less stressful because she knows he's going to show up every day. And two, um, he gets to hang out with her and he gets to see her. Yeah. How sweet is that? His name is James Culp. That is just adorable. And uh, I don't know what town it is. 
Cherry Point, North Carolina, and it's a Marine Corps air station is where he has one part-time job, and then the other part-time job is at the grocery store that his daughter, Aston, works at. I have been so sick. <laughs> like, not barfy sick, but just, like, feeling I'm going to be, like, I'm going to be sick all the time. And we have our first ultrasound today for... Sorry. sorry. Studio's not perfect. No. And there's an the office chair in here is one of the ones that reclines back, mm -hmm. but it goes just far enough that you think you're going to tip over. So I have to sit up. Use your core. Engage your core. Okay. Sorry. You were saying we have uh, the first, we get to see the baby later today. Yeah. We get to see the baby later today. Um, hopefully they're still hanging in there. I would assume my assumption is that it's going fine. I, based on how I feel, which is completely horrible. <laughs> And I have been sleeping like a maniac. I as, as expected, because you're doing your body's doing some big things. Yeah, I just forgot. It's like having amnesia or something. I completely forgot how tired I was. First um, trimester with Ellie. I was about to say first semester with Ellie. I think that's I think the pregnancy amnesia thing is a real thing. Like you don't remember it. Even, even women who have terrible Childbirth experiences, mm -hmm. forget about it. And it's supposed, I, if I, maybe I'm making this up, but I actually think it's a biological thing so that. To get this, you to reproduce again? So that the species continues to reproduce. <laughs> well, I, I kind of, yeah, I kind of don't remember it. It's weird. You always think that you're going to and you don't. I also have a hard time remembering a lot of Ellie's newborn stuff that I thought I would remember and I wrote a lot of it down, but I've just been feeling so sick and hopefully fingers crossed that means that the baby is growing and we're going to find out today that it's going great in there. Are you nervous? No, I don't think so. About what? The ultrasound. Uh-uh. Because they also could tell us like, you know, bad news. Yeah, but I am adopting your you know, angle that let's be, you know, grateful and optimistic with every moment that we have to be grateful and optimistic. Mm -hmm. um, I do think because it was between the first ultrasound and the second ultrasound when we, with the very first time you got pregnant that, that w resulted in a miscarriage mm -hmm. that happened between the first and second ultrasounds, I think I'll be nervous there. Yeah, I think I will be too. It's hard. I am glad though that we're not. How come we don't have amnesia about that? Oh my god, terrible stuff. I wish that I could forget all of that. It was the most horrible thing I have. It was just horrible. It was horrible and very traumatizing. At least though, we will not be since we're doing fertility stuff this time. We're not going to be at the same doctor's office, which I love my gynecologist. She is amazing. She does not deliver babies. So we'll be going from our fertility specialist to the OB that delivered Ellie. And I'm grateful that I don't have to go to my GYN's office for any ultrasounds because that's where we found out yeah. we lost the first one. And just being in that room makes me physically, like I have a visceral reaction to Isn't it. Isn't that also the room though where we tracked Ellie, all of Ellie's progress? Or you did because yeah, I couldn't go. You couldn't time. go. But yeah, I tracked Ellie's progress, but it was so... That first baby was so traumatizing. I yeah. I mean, I almost had a panic attack the first time I went back there yeah. and thought I was going to like be sick in the office because it was just, it was awful. So I'm glad we don't have to go back there. I think that'll make it a little bit 
a little bit better. So cross your fingers for us. And if you're a praying person, say your prayers. And if you're a good vibes person, send good vibes. And if you're a energy person, vibrate for us. <laughs> that was weird. Okay. So we, that was slightly weird. <laughs> I didn't mean for Just that. Just vibrating. I didn't mean for that sound to sound like that sound sounded. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I really didn't. I just was like, <laughs> I just wanted to, yeah. Okay. All right. Carry on. Moving on. So we had some big meetings last week that we told you about. Thursday and Friday, we had someone coming in from New York to talk to us about the future of 1022 projects. And we were incredibly excited. And I don't think it could have gone better. Yeah. That makes it sound like somebody was, it wasn't, it sounded like you set it up like a coach. We were talking to them as well. We were having conversations about them joining the 1022 team. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had these really gr- all day on Thursday, uh, all day on Friday. These are the the schedules and the entrednas that we were talking about last week that we are so proud of. Um, and it, he has agreed to join us. So we are uh, working with somebody now who is the first member of 1022 that has a C in their name that's not self-appointed. Right. So. Which Callie brought up this point, and I feel the same way. When we started, Callie's the CEO or COO. Which one are you? COO. Why aren't you the CEO? Um, I, you know, I have trouble with both because I don't feel like I have experience with either. You're the chief creative officer, but you have experience in that. And I don't have any leadership experience, so well, I feel actually, phony I th- saying that. I know. But here, this will make you feel even more phony. Technically, I think I'm the chief content officer. There's a different, you know, there's, oh. real, there's real definitions of what each one does. I know. And that's why I have trouble with this because I've looked and I don't fit into any of them, I don't think. But I, so that's why usually I call myself founder and director of operations because I keep the wheels turning around here. Right. I just don't feel like I'm at a chief level, but technically I am. Technically Jeff is. Technically our new our new person is. I don't He's think the, he wants us to say his name, so I'm not. He doesn't? I don't know if he was joking around about that or not. Oh, really? He's just like really wants to be a behind the scenes person. Um, so maybe we should ask before we say his name, but um, it was it's so cool. So he's going to be the chief revenue officer right. of 1022 projects. And, and, and he's the only one who's earned the title. He is the only one that has earned the title. He worked at Sirius XM for 18 years, 17 years, 18 years, 18 years. Yeah. Uh, he was a VP there. And uh, what else is to he, say? Well, he worked with Howard Stern, which is, which is huge. Cool. Huge. Oh my gosh. Um, he worked with Howard both in, Satellite and on Sirius XM, but also on radio before that. So, so basically he thinks we're the next Howard Stern. <laughs> yeah. Um, Just kidding. But he, I think what's really cool is how much he gets us and buys into what we want to do for podcast creators. Yeah. And I don't think that we have talked too much about this on the show, maybe in a Horde episode, but we believe that creators can be, how am I going to, 
describe this. We believe that creators can be making more money. We also think that there's really efficient ways for creators to help brands in their growth, in their messaging, in all of that. And it's podcasting is relatively new and the way that sales have always been done we don't believe is the future of sales and how they're done. And the person that's joining us, the new chief revenue officer, he totally believes in the future of this. And, and we're all seeing right now, we're all seeing around the same corner. Yeah. And so, uh, he started, he, it's a effective immediately. Um, we'll find out if we could share his name. If he replies before the end of the show. Then we'll do a name reveal. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do a name reveal. Which isn't going to matter to anyone but him. I don't even remember him saying that he didn't want his name. He said that he's only been, yeah, he, he was. He, I, th- I, I think he was just joking. I couldn't tell because I used to always say that, but I meant it. Like when I was, when I do behind the scenes stuff and I'm like, no, 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 really. I don't, people thought I was like being cute when I would say, no, I don't want to be on TV. I don't want to be an example on Robin's show. I don't want to be a hand model on Robin's show. Like I do not want to be near or around a camera. And people thought I was like being cute. Well, you you couldn't be a hand model because you stress pick your cuticles. I do stress pick my cuticles. So, and also I haven't had a manicure since before COVID. So when you have somebody coming to stay with your kid for a date night or whatever the reason, you always got to make sure that there are some foods that your child loves in the fridge or freezer or pantry. Because if there's not, then mealtime for the grandparent or the babysitter is going to be meltdown time. If you are a little spoon family, you don't have to worry about it because your kids' favorites get delivered right to the door. Now, Ellie's little spoon favorite right now are the smoothies, but they've also got those plates. These these are for toddlers and big kids. They are mac and cheese plates with hidden veggies in there. They're uh, chicken pot stickers, chicken dumplings things that you probably won't make at home, but your kid's going to love them. Um, And like I said, the smoothies, you can't go wrong with every flavor smoothie. And because Little Spoon is delivered right to your door, you never have to worry about not having it. So there's no last minute runs to the grocery store. They've got stuff to take care of your kid from baby to big kid. You can save 30% using littlespoon.com slash upside 30. That's upside three zero at littlespoon.com you get 30% off your first order littlespoon.com slash upside 30 code upside 30 for 30% off your first order at checkout another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good money habits start with your very first paycheck. And if you just scored your first job, you've got an opportunity to jumpstart a healthy financial journey. When you sign up for Chime and link a qualifying direct deposit, you get access to benefits like getting paid up to two days early and fee-free overdraft up to $200. And with Chime, there are no monthly fees, no minimum balance, 
balance and no deposit required to become a member. So sign up for a Chime checking account today to link your paycheck. It only takes two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at chime.com slash upside. That's chime.com slash upside. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank, NA, or Stride Bank, NA members, FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. See chime.com slash spot me. Before we get to three random things, I would like to give a shout out to the most petty boss on planet Earth and the employee who got revenge on that boss. The boss is a guy who owns a auto shop in Georgia called AOK Walker Auto Works. And an employee left there, but never got his final paycheck. So kept asking for it, kept asking for it, kept kept asking for it. The guy at the auto shop never gave it to him. So this dude, um, Andreas is his name, had to contact the Department of Labor and say, hey, this company never gave me my final paycheck. Here, here's proof that I've, I've owned it. So the Department of Labor reaches out to the auto shop and says, hey, it looks like you owe this guy money. So the owner of the auto shop delivered 90,000 pennies oh with a profanity-laced pay stub and dumped it on his driveway for him to sweep up. Oh, and the pennies were all covered with the shop grease. But that's, so that's an employer doing that to an employee. Yes, that's the employer, the most petty employer. Ugh. Turns out uh, you can't do that. Also, because he did that, they investigated him for other crimes. He was just ordered to pay $40,000 in back wages oh and cannot do any additional discrimination or retaliation attacks on other employees. Karma. Here are your three random things for today. Your Karma. Get it, auto Karma. body. Good job. I'll, I'll be Karma. here all week. I'll be here all week. Ma, what am I doing? Here are your three random things for today. I'm thrown off by this new space. Uh, your first random thing for today is that scientists are saying from Duke University specifically, keep your eyes closed as you take your shower in the morning, using your sense of touch to find the soap, shampoo, all of that kind of stuff uh, reawakens nerve cells in your brain's cortex, which controls memory and you'll start your day feeling mentally sharper. That scares me. I would, it would be, I think I would like to try that challenge. Here's the thing. If it works, great. I feel as though at that point in my morning, I don't have enough sense to even have my sea legs under me. You know what I mean? So I might shut my eyes and then... Yeah, it might just be too intense for me that early in the morning. It would force you to turn your brain on. Yeah. Because now, at this point, everything that most people do until they sit down at their desk at work or get to wherever they work, you know, get to the assembly line, get to the job site, get to the desk, whatever, everything's on autopilot. Mm Mm-hmm. You're making eggs in the morning. You're grabbing a piece of toast out the door. You're picking up a bagel and a cup of coffee. You're going to Dunkin' Donuts drive-through, all of that stuff, all of it, even your driving to work. I mean, how many times do you drive into work and get there and not remember the drive-in? All the time. Because it's just it's automated. terrifying, yeah. It's, it's doing something like that with your eyes closed is the equivalent of 
you know, doing a crossword puzzle or something. You're turning your brain out. Mm-hmm. I might try that. I'd rather do shower Sudoku. It's <laughs> <laughs> so actually, that's probably an invention. I bet it exists. A waterproof. Yes. You know. With like a dry erase Phone marker. holder thing or whatever. And you just touch. No, I wasn't thinking fun. I was thinking like old school, like, like a whiteboard marker and a, you know, like yeah. a, I don't know, something plastic that can stick on the side of your shower. Your second random thing is happy national vanilla milkshake today. That's, that's today, June 20th. September 12th is national chocolate milkshake day. Here are a few random facts about milkshake and milkshakes. I love milkshakes. In honor of that, um, in honor of this holiday. Uh, the blender was invented just for milkshakes in the year 1922. Mm-hmm. Before that, all milkshakes had to be stirred by hand. Yeah. So uh, so a guy named Steve Poplowski invented the electric blender in 1922 for milkshake purposes. Uh, Bostonians call milkshakes... Fraps? I think I'm saying that right. The United Kingdom, milkshakes are called thick shakes, and in Latin America, it's batito. And a banana milkshake sweetened with honey is a surefire hangover cure. The That is not a milkshake. Banana, banana, milkshake. I, banana ice cream, honey, and... Banana? Yeah, I think that would actually be good. Banana? Yep. No. Um, and in case you are curious, it takes 3,200,000 average size milkshakes to fill up an Olympic size pool. Happy national vanilla milkshake day. And your third random thing for today is Toyota is working on a fake manual transmission. Oh my gosh. I have major attitude about this because mostly because my dad made me learn how to do drive a stick shift. He always said, what if there's an emergency and you need to know? And I don't know. Uh, so I learned on a stick. And you're on a farm with a 1972 <laughs> car. I learned how to drive a stick shift. But anyway, so Toyota engineers are working on an electric car with a fake manual transmission. So it's going to have no purpose. And it would just be for people who like shifting gears for fun. And I just, no. I can't. No. I, Hard to, pass. I um, will never learn to drive a manual transmission. I don't know now. And there's no reason for me ever to know. And those are your three random things. Thanks for listening to the Upside Pass Cast. Peace to you.